Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa and glad to be with you here today to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Let's just ask the Lord, Lord, please anoint the reading of our word today and be with us. Anoint our ears to hear and our hearts to receive everything that you have for us. We'll give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Leviticus 13, 1 through 59. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man shall have the skin of his flesh arising, a scab or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest or unto one of the sons of the priest. And the priest shall look on the plague in the skin of the flesh, and when the hair in the plague is turned white, and the plague in the sight be deeper than the skin of his flesh, it is a plague of leprosy, and the priest shall look on him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot be white in the skin of his flesh, and in sight be not deeper than the skin, and the hair thereof be not turned white, then the priest shall shut up him that hath the plague seven days, and the priest shall look on him the seventh day, and behold, if the plague in his sight be at a stay, and the plague spread not in the skin, then the priest shall shut him up seven days more, and the priest shall look on him again in the seventh day, and behold, if the plague be somewhat dark, and the plague spread not in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is but a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spread more, much abroad in the skin, after that he hath been seen of the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen of the priest again. And if the priest see that, behold, the scab spreadeth in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought unto the priest, and the priest shall see him, and behold, if the rising be white in the skin, and if half turned the hair white, and there be a quick well flesh in the rising, it is an old leprosy in the skin of his flesh, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not shut him up, for he is unclean. And if a leprosy break out abroad in the skin, and the leprosy cover all the skin of him that hath the plague from his head even to his foot, wheresoever the priest looketh, then the priest shall consider, and behold, if the leprosy have covered all of his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean that hath the plague. It is all turned white, he is clean. But when raw flesh appeareth to him, he shall be unclean. And the priest shall see the raw flesh, and pronounce him to be unclean, for the raw flesh is unclean, it is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turn again, and be changed unto white, he shall come unto the priest, and the priest shall see him. And behold, if the plague be turned into white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, that hath the plague, he is clean. The flesh also is in which, even in the skin thereof, was a boil, and is healed. And in the place of the boil there be a white rising, or a bright spot white, and somewhat reddish, and it be showed to the priest. And if the priest seeth it, behold, it be in sight lower than the skin, and the hair thereof be turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague of leprosy broken out on the boil. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there is no white hairs therein, and if it be not lower than the skin, but it be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days. And if it spread much abroad in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague. But if the bright spot stay in his place, and a spread not, it is a burning boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or if there be any flesh in the skin where 
of, there is a hot burning, and the quick flesh that burneth have a white bright spot, somewhat reddish or white, then the priest shall look upon it, and behold, if the hair in the bright spot be turned white, and it be in sight deeper than the skin, it is a leprosy broken out of the burning, wherefore the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest look on it, and behold, there be no white hair in the bright spot, and it be no lower than the other skin, but it be somewhat dark, then the priest shall shut him up seven days, and the priest shall look upon him in the seventh day, and it it be spread much abroad in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean, it is the plague of leprosy. And if the bright spot stay in its place, and spread not in the skin, but be somewhat dark, it is rising of the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is an inflammation of the burning. If a man or woman have a plague upon the head or the beard, then the priest shall see the plague, and behold, if it be in sight deeper than the skin, and there be in it a yellow thin hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is dry skull, even a leprosy upon the head or beard. And if the priest look on the plague of the skull, and behold, it be not in sight deeper than the skin, and that there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall shut him up that hath the plague of the skull seven days. And in the seventh day the priest shall look on the plague, and behold, if the skull spread not, and there be in it no yellow hair, and the skull be not in his sight deeper than the skin, he shall be shaven, but the skull shall be, shall he not shave, and the priest shall shut him up, that hath the skull seven days more. And in the seventh day the priest shall look on the skull, and behold, if the skull be not spread in the skin, nor be in the sight deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the skull spread much in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall look on him, and behold, if the skull be spread in the skin, the priest shall not seek for yellow hair, he is unclean. But if the skull be in his sight at, at a stay, and there is black hair grown up therein, the skull is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. If a man also or a woman have in the skin of their flesh bright spots, even white bright spots, then the priest shall look and behold, if the bright spots in the skin of their flesh be darkish white, it is a freckled spot that groweth in the skin, he is clean. And the man whose hair is fallen off his head, he is bald, yet he is clean. And he that hath his hair fallen off from the part of his head toward his face, he is forehead bald, yet he is clean. And if there be in the bald head or a bald forehead a whitish red sore it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or his bald forehead then the priest shall look upon it and behold if the rising of the sore be white reddish in the bald head or in his bald forehead as a leprosy appeareth in the skin of the flesh he is a leprous man he is unclean and the priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean his plague is in his head and the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare, and he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. The garment also that the plague of the leprosy is in, whether it be woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it be in the warp or woof of linen or of woolen, whether in a skin or anything made of skin, and if the plague be greenish or reddish in the garment or in the skin, 
either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of the skin. It is a plague of leprosy and shall be showed unto the priest. And the priest shall look upon the plague and shut up it that hath the plague seven days. And he shall look on the plague on the seventh day. If the plague be spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in the skin or in any work that is made of the skin, the plague is a fretting leprosy. It is unclean. He shall therefore burn that garment, whether warp or woof, in woolen or in linen, or in anything of the skin, wherein the plague is, for it is a fretting leprosy. It shall be burnt in the fire. And if the priest shall look, and behold, the plague be not spread in the garment, whether in the warp or in the woof or in anything of the skin, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing with it wherein the plague is, and he shall shut it up for seven days more. And the priest shall look on the plague. After that it is washed, and behold, if the plague hath not changed his color, and the plague be not spread, it is unclean. Thou shalt burn it in the fire, it is fret inward, whether it be bare within or without. And if the priest look, and behold, the plague be somewhat dark after the washing of it, then he shall rend it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. And if it appear still in the garment, either in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything of the skin, it is a spreading plague. Thou shalt burn that wherein the plague is with fire. And the garment, whether warp or wolf or whatsoever thing of the skin it be, which thou shalt wash, if the plague be departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time and shall be clean. This is the law of the plague of leprosy in a garment of woolen or of linen, either in the warp or the wolf or any thing of the skins, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Mark 6, 1 through 29. And he, Jesus, went out from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph, and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk, and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. And he called unto him the twelve, and began to send them forth two by two, and gave them power over unclean spirits, and commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, save a staff only, no scrip, no bread, no money in their purse, but he shod with sand, but be shod with sandals, and not put on two coats. And he said unto them, In what place whatsoever ye enter into an house, there abide till ye depart from that place, and whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear you, when ye depart thence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. And King Herod heard of him, for his name was spread abroad. And he said, that John the Baptist was risen from the dead, 
and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Others said, That is Elias, and others said, That is a prophet, or as one of the prophets. But when Herod heard thereof, he said, It is John, whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent forth and laid hold upon John, and bound him in a prison for Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John had said unto Herod, It is not lawful for thee to have thy brother's wife. Therefore Herodias had a quarrel against him, and would have killed him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just man, and unholy, and observed him. And when he heard him, he did many things, and heard him gladly. And when a convenient day was come, that Herod on his birthday made a supper to his lords, high captains, and chief estates of Galilee, and when the daughter of the said Herodias came in and danced, and pleased Herod, and him that sat with him, the king said unto the damsel, Ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give it to thee. And he sware unto her, Whatsoever thou shalt ask of me, I will give it to thee, unto half of thy, my kingdom. And she went forth and said unto her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. And she came in straightway with a haste unto the king, and asked, saying, I will that thou wilt give me by and by in a charger the head of John the Baptist. And the king was exceeding sorry, yet for the oath's sake, and for their sakes which sat with him, he would not reject her. And immediately the king sent an executioner, and commanded his head to be brought. And he went and beheaded him in the prison, and brought his head in a charger, and gave it to the damsel, and the damsel gave it to her mother. And when his disciples heard of it, they came and took up his corpse, and laid it in a tomb. Psalm 39, 1-13 To the chief musician, even to Judithum, a psalm of David. I said, I will take heed to my ways, that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with a bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace, even from good, and my sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me while I was musing the fire burned. Then spake I with my tongue, Lord, make me to know mine end and the measure of my days, what it is that I may know how frail I am. Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine ages is nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. Selah. Surely every man walketh in a vain shoe. Surely he, they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? My hope is in thee. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Make me not the reproach of the foolish. I was dumb. I opened not my mouth, because thou didst it. Remove thy stroke away from me. I am consumed by the blow of thine hand. When thou with rebukes dost correct man for iniquity, thou makest his beauty to consume away like a moth. Surely every man is vanity. Selah. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear unto my cry. Hold not thy peace at my tears, for I am a stranger with thee and a sojourner, as all my fathers were. O spare me, that I may recover strength before I go hence and be no more. Proverbs 10.10 10. He that winketh with the eye causes sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. In our reading in the New Testament today, we see that Jesus has gone to his own country. He's gone home, and it's the Sabbath day. He's in the synagogue, and he's teaching, and it says that 
the people are astonished. They're astonished. They can't believe what they're hearing him say. They can't believe his wisdom, but then they immediately start questioning his wisdom and say, where does he get this wisdom? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, brother of James? Weren't his own brothers and sisters offended by him and stayed away from him? And what did Jesus say? He said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And there he could do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because they had so much unbelief. But what does it say? Even though he could do no mighty works there, he didn't leave them. He still stayed there and he taught them because they were his people. He taught them. They could accept some of his teaching, but the mighty works, they saw his mighty works in other places, but they couldn't receive his mighty works. The Spirit of the Lord said to me, because I was really going to speak on Leviticus today, but God put this in my heart to say today that some of you are looking for ministries and you're looking for mighty works. You want to get out there on the evangelistic trail and see those mighty works. That is the only way you're going to see those mighty works. A lot of times we can receive from an evangelist that comes in because they're not familiar to us. They're not our own kin. Our own kin being those people that we see every week, every week in church, every day we're talking to them in our prayer meetings. We're looking for healings, but we can't receive because the people are so close to us. And it's not that I don't have the faith or you don't have the faith. It's that we're so familiar with each other. We're so familiar with each other's flaws and each other's um, differences. And I just feel like the Lord wants me to tell somebody out there today that you're looking for the mighty works, but you need to get out where people don't know you. We tend to go in the same circles. We tend to want to have a revival, but we invite the same people that our people have heard over and over and over, and we expect mighty works. And sometimes we get them, but we don't get the mighty works that God wants to show us because we don't bring in something new or we don't go out and talk to anybody new. We stay in our safe zones in the place where we know that we can prophesy and they'll receive enough to create a little move of God at the altar, but they're not seeing the mighty works and you're not seeing the mighty works. Oh yeah, you may lay your hands on a few people and they may be healed, but they're not seeing, you're not seeing what God has in full. And it reminds me when we go to other countries, why can we go to another country and we can see great miracles Great miracles happen at, with ease. Why is that? Because we're not familiar. And because we're not familiar, but they've heard a little bit about us, their faith is high. I'm just going to encourage you today to pray for someone you don't know. I'm just going to encourage you to ask the Lord for new doors, new opportunities, new 
circles even that you can get yourself into where they don't know you. I'm going to encourage you to just reach further to really seek the mighty works, not just the works, but the mighty works. God has so much for you. If you're an evangelist, God has so much for you out there, but an evangelist goes forth. Now, in your own church, teach. You have things to teach. No matter if you're an evangelist, a pastor, a prophet, any of the fivefold ministry, teach. Jesus taught the people, and there was a reason he stayed there and taught them. He had things to teach them they needed to know, but he saw not the mighty works. If he didn't see the mighty works in his own home, you probably aren't going to see them in yours. If you go further down in Mark, you see that Jesus gave instructions on even how to do this. He gives his disciples instructions to go forth, go two by two. He gives them the power to cast out demons, and then he sends them forth to preach the gospel, to cast out the demons, to anoint with oil and heal the sick. So, Lord, I just come before you today, and I just thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your encouragement. I thank you, Lord, that the mighty works are out there and that you're showing us even today, even here, even now, even through this word, how we are to see those mighty works, Lord. I pray, God, that ears would hear, and I pray, God, those that you have on your heart today, that you want them to get out there, and especially the, the evangelists that are staying within their own little circles, Lord. I pray, God, that you give them opportunity to go out further and to get out further and to see those mighty works and believe for those mighty works again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. A Lamp and a Light podcast is a ministry of Message of Love Church in Belmont, North Carolina. You can find us on the web at messageoflove.church or you can find us on Facebook at Message of Love Church. Our services are streamed on Facebook Sundays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, feel free to reach out to us today. God bless you.